it's Friday night when we're recording this. This is our old mm. night. We used to record yeah. on Friday night. We haven't in a while. Um, we pulled the old switcheroo this week uh, and changed up our schedule a, a bit. So here we are. Captain's on mm-hmm. right here, right now. Uh, number 220 of the Whatnots, Captain Zog, where every week we thirst for the taste of legend. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how's your week been? It's been all right. Been kind of busy. We've been watching the Fast and the Furious movies for review show. We're going to talk about the first three of those in our next episode. Mm -hmm. And I've had to watch them in chunks. Which I don't normally do. I don't like to slice up a movie in little what? pieces. I want to watch it all at once. Like, like, how big of a chunk are you, are you watching? Like, Act One of Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and then you have to like go back to work, and then it's like Act Two of that one, and then it's like I watch the first hour, and then the next night I watch like the next forty five mm. minutes. Are, are is this because of just like general busyness in your schedule yeah like i don't stay okay. up that late we don't have to talk about this i don't think this is exciting to people i don't think people Why? need to know that i go to bed at approximately <laughs> 11 p.m and sometimes i'm done with work at 9 30 and then i take a shower and i watch one hour of a movie that's enough you can stop here <laughs> Well, speaking of the Fast and the Furious, yeah, we're uh, excited to talk about that on the review show. It's interesting for me to watch these ones because the first three are the only ones that I have seen. I've not watched Mm. anything past that, but just from kind of like the cultural zeitgeist, I I kind of understand like the direction they went Mm. and how ridiculous they got. But what's interesting for for me is my partner has only seen Hobbs and Shaw. Hasn't seen <laughs> any of them. Has only seen Hobbs and Shaw. And so when when we started to watch or when we talked about like thinking about watching these, she was like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't seen a- any of these except for Hobbs and Shaw. And I was just like, what? Oh, my God. So, like, going back and watching these ones and, like, knowing where, where they started and then where they get to, to like, I'm, I'm just sitting there like, wow, what is going through her head right now? Like, knowing <laughs> that somehow they get to, like, the superhero style antics in Hobbs and Shaw, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. what must she be thinking right now? I... <laughs> it is wild because I also know that I, I have not seen any of these. I've seen zero percent of them, but I have seen like all the trailers. I've heard people talk about them on podcasts. I know they go to truly right. astronomical heights. heights. Yeah. So yeah. to watch the first one, it seems so small. Like the film might as well have just been filmed in in Dominic Toretto's driveway. That's how yeah. relatively small in scope it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll have our full thoughts on those first three movies uh, real soon here because we're mm-hmm. recording them on Sunday. So it'll be out shortly after this guy here. Um, I'm excited about that. Good, good fun. Um, nice journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I had a segue in mind, but now I completely lost it. 
for for stuff like that. So I I guess I can kind of update you all with how my week has has been. I, yes. Um, I I finally got hit by COVID. Mm. Finally came to my house. My partner got it last week or early on. Uh, and at that I was like, well, I'm probably going to get it at some point here in a sec, just because I'm I'm in close proximity. Uh, and I did. I started to get symptoms uh, and was uh, sick through like the, the end of last week into all last weekend. Uh, and then we recorded this past Sunday. I was like, yeah, I'll be f- f- fine because my symptoms started to like go back d- 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 down. And then just from Sunday on, they've mostly kind of plateaued until like two days ago. Um, and I started to feel a little bit better. So I I, I feel so much better than I did, 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 did last weekend at this time. But I had to take the Monday off of mm. work still it was just like, I'm I'm so exhausted. Like I like it's not, not, not even that I like had that bad of symptoms, except the fact just like getting up and walking from this seat to my couch. I was just like, oh, I have to catch my <laughs> breath, man. Like This is exhausting. Um, so I was I was just like, yeah, I, there's no way that I can get work done like this so and i'm thankful i did because that was if i had worked that day i would have been probably still sick right now oh (laughs) but that's my week that's what i've been up to that's the update here um well yeah feeling a lot better so that's good good good. i'm I'm glad to hear it Uh, rachel also much better rachel good Yeah, she's she's awesome. She had to uh, since she actually goes into her job physically, she had to quarantine at home for like five days. Uh, And it's they they have like a mandatory like when you're quarantining, you cannot work from home like you need to get rest, which I now understand but at a certain like hey certain pe- people maybe at the end of those five days maybe could like it it would like if they want to and they're feeling better i don't understand why they can't but mm. um you do need a lot of rest to get over it um so understandable but then we we got snow this past week too so the mm-hmm. first day that she was supposed to go back the day you're like everyone work from home stay home <laughs> <laughs> so she got to work from home for the next two days after that which i think ha- ha- helped um nice we're we're mostly back to normal now so good stuff there good stuff good to hear it melissa i have a question uh-huh. um regarding the review show i i This is what I was going to segue to since we were talking about Fast and the Furious. Um, I don't I don't want to interrupt you just as you were getting started. But at some point this week, I heard somebody shorten the word segue only to seg. I no longer remember (laughs) in what context I heard it. But as soon as you said segue, (laughs) it threw me back into the startling memory 
Like, like I wow, guess the point of a older millennial, huh? You say the whole word. <laughs> you say segue. Who says that? It's like I understand <laughs> that the point of a segue is to be prompt. <laughs> right, so yeah. I, I guess I can get the efficiency of you shaving off one extra syllable, but it was truly startling. I felt <laughs> shaken when I heard it. <laughs> well, the whatnots, Captain's Logs, come here for the hot segs. <laughs> cool treats. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, the review show. So on the review show, we like to play our. Uh, like review show bingo our mm. like movie trope entertainment trope bingo where our bingo cards are filled with things like there's a, a sex scene set to music or they uh sporadically bust out in song or in dance or some mm. detective decides to make this personal right or yeah. there's the like if i'm here and you're here, then who's der der driving the bus? Like, just stuff like that that are common to, yeah, all kinds of entertainment. I've, I've been, like, I, I'm wondering if there's some other kind of way that we can gamify the review show. Um, and not necessarily... In the way that like, oh, we have a new segment, right? Like we have our mm. here's our spoiler freeze section. Then we do the spoiler review. Then we do the bingo and then the recommend like not necessarily a new segment in there, though. If I if we come up with something, that's good. Why not? Right. Mm. But I'm thinking more of like in 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 the way we pick what topics we're going to talk about. Um. So I, I I had an idea for something, but it's not necessarily something that I would want to implement unless we have more of these things to do. So more of what remember, uh, Let me explain. So you remember uh, <laughs> back in the day when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was a thing and they had their life lines, right? And they had those like three yes. life lines. I, I lifelines is not the right word per se, but like like if we had like two or three power moves, I I, I don't know what to call them, right? But like three like Yu-Gi-Oh trap cards that we could like lay down that would switch things up exactly. somehow. Yu-Gi-Oh trap cards, neat. I understand. I get it. Right? I get this. Right? Yes. I. I tried to do this once. I think like our first winter together, you mentioned that you weren't a big fan of Christmas movies. So I, I think in, I did. In three, general, I pitched you. Yeah. I pitched you three Christmas movies. And then I offered you the option of a gift card, which is where you could pick your own movie that felt like it was approximately similar to the things I had pitched you. I'm like, if you're not mm. that big into Christmas movies, like, I'm going to let you have an out so you can pick something that's like, oh, it's not Christmas, but it's like, it's Fargo. I love crime and it's snowing. That's close enough. And it, and it didn't work then. <laughs> I like I'm not necessarily opposed to that idea. I think in that moment, I, pr I my mindset was probably like, well, let's just stick on theme. Like, why not? Like, we have our Christmas thing that we do at the end of the year. Let's just. Stick with that. I, I 
like the the one idea I had is like maybe one time a year you can activate your trap card where you get to dictate what we do. Like in, instead of like pitching three things, right? You're just like, hey, this next week, this is what we 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 do here, and it like. I, I think we know kind of the meta of the review show not to be, be, be like, and we're going to watch a 24 episode hour long episode yes, thing in yes. one week. Right. Like oh. it, you, it has mm. within reason. Right. There, there has to be like a thing there, which I think you and I know. Yes. But yeah, I, I think if we had something like like one time in the calendar, yeah, 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 yeah. You can be like, hey, we're watching this movie. We are reading this comic and that's it. Like, that's just what what we do here. Mm. I think that'd be neat. But I would want other things. Another one that I thought of was like, what if one time a year you can switch up the schedule? So you go tw- twice because we usually alternate. And I know that kind of like we do our end of the month special so that like there's stuff in in there. Uh, but that was just an idea. Just a thought. I you're right. in that sometimes we have dictated something. I once gave you the right to de- make it the billion dollar code week where you could yes. not give any other pitches. You would just assign both of us <laughs> to the, the show billion yeah. dollar code. Like I agreed to that beforehand uh, and I pitched you. I gave you no pitches. I did demand that we watch the National Treasure movies last Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> so I'm like, what's the point in nominating other things? You're going to pick that. <laughs> sometimes I've done that. Uh, I think some it's, it's, sometimes it's like I really have two things like I didn't bother coming up with a third. It's really a contest between these two. I sure. I think we yeah, can I mean, be more like certain about it. Like I at this point, after doing this for almost like five years, I think there can be times when we will look at each other and be like, it's this. You don't need options. I know we are both going to agree on this one thing. So we're just going to do it now. Yeah. But I don't know if we need to make like when you start talking about having like switcheroos and double weeks and things then it starts to sound like when i ask my dad how do you play football like (laughs) this can't get that so complicated that it sounds like it's like when you pick up a book and the book's got a fantasy sport in it and you got to understand all the rules to the fantasy sport we can't like we can gamify it a little bit it can't be so gamified that it becomes a sport I agree with you. That's why, like, I I would want, like, maybe two of these things we could activate or Mm. three at the most. Not like we have an arsenal of 16 different op, right? Just like we have one, two or three things and we can only use it once in a calendar Mm. year. And then it's up and then whatever we're stuck on is, you know, the or you don't have to use them all, right? It's just mm. if if you want to, you can lay down your reverse Uno card, right? And just be like, ha ha, boom, there you go. Um, <laughs> when you first introduced this, like, 
who wants to be a millionaire lifelines. I did think of phone a friend. Cause there have been plenty of weeks where like I've pitched you three things and you're like, I don't know what I want to watch. And I've thought about asking like, well, what does Rachel want to watch? Like some weeks sure. I'm like, I don't know. Like yell in the other room, ask what Rachel wants to watch this week. And that's what we do. <laughs> she doesn't have to be on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like that is a potential idea. We could do a phone a friend uh, thing like that. The only trouble is that our friends and our audience are the same people. Like that's one Venn diagram circle. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, I might, pick something that jack might not pick or that mm. sam might not pick right uh whereas they they would have been like no choose like number four my lord right <laughs> like <laughs> they like they they might and so that might be an interesting thing because we might end up with something that maybe i necessarily wouldn't have gone with or you necessarily wouldn't have gone with um or or who knows, like maybe we come up with a totally different idea and it's not these like lifeline style uh, things, but it's something else. I, I just like had had that thought this week of of like, man, Melissa had such a great idea when we, when she was like, let's do bingo on on, I- on, <laughs> on on this. And I'm sitting there like I, I need to start contributing to, to this po- podcast, too. <laughs> <laughs> I I will tell you that the pitch structure is enough of a game for me. Like, you know how often I design like a dedicated set of three pitches that like are all in one specific sub genre. They all fall under some category. They all form some sort of joke. That's enough for me. I love that. Yeah. Which at the end of the day, we might not do anything. Right. But I was just like, is there some other way? Like I, I, I do I like know. the idea I, of some, of we don't have to put like a specific number on it. Like you get two and I get two and we're done at the end of the year. But I do like the idea of I just I declare it's this. Like next month you could be like Quantumania is this week. We're reading this Ant Man comic and I'm like, okay, I accept. I would have picked that anyway. That makes sense. Yeah, mm. indeed. I just thought I would toss that out there and see what you thought or if you you're like yeah i had this one idea in the back of my mind i've been saving it but i don't know maybe we'll think of something maybe we Mm. won't um but yeah some sometimes it's fun to just like gamify these these (laughs) things and throw little curve balls in there every now and then Mm um let's see before we do housekeeping let's knock out this uh like pop culture news stuff that i kind of want to mention here because they're real quick not much um first up doom patrol and titans have both been i i I don't want to use the word canceled but they are ending after their fourth seasons Mm. um they from what i understand they kind of saw the writing on the wall coming so Mm -hmm. they have planned out endings for each of those shows like they are getting like this is the series finale um and it's not just like well it's gonna be left on a cliffhanger Uh Uh uh-oh who knows um Mm -hmm. but yeah i i still need to watch the most recent fourth seasons of those which are still coming out i think they're almost done um, oh, but those are ra- 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 wrapping up 
Um, and I am sad to see those go because I actually quite enjoy those. Um, yeah, I'm Doom I'm Patrol happy both of those have lasted as long as they have, especially since they started on the DC Universe platform, a platform yeah. that existed for what, like a year before it just got absorbed into uh, HBO Max, which I mean, itself it is like merging still with exists. another life form. Well, got, it, like, in, in the up. comics form. Yeah. 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 But um, the, oh, well. I, I like that they've they've lasted as long as they have. Seems like people have liked them. Like it, it, I don't hear much about Titans, but Doom Patrol seems to be frequently spoken of very highly. Uh, Brendan Fraser just nominated from an Oscar for an Oscar. Yeah. We're going to get to this later. He's probably going to win. It would be nice if I that show does. could go on long enough to promote itself with starring Oscar winner Brendan Fraser as the robot That's man. So I, I'll I'll have a question for for you regarding that once we get into the Oscar t- talk in the second half of mm. the show here. But um, more in movie and show news here. The Last of Us has been renewed for season two, um, which is pretty darn cool. I was kind of hoping it would. I also kind of hope it does not get more than that. I, I hope it does its two season run and that's it. There are two video games and I hope season one is all of the stuff in the first game and season two is all the stuff in the second game and that's it. I hope they don't try to like extend it and do all these things and be like, how can we do season three? And it's yeah. But that show is fantastic. It is great. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Um and last but not least here uh, in our pop culture news, Violent Night is getting a sequel. Violent Night 2 is in the works. Um, I, Violent I Night. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to go see this over winter break and had a blast. Uh, it is a dumb movie. It is gory. It is like, what if Santa was John McClane? Uh, yeah, but also one part Home Alone mixed in there. And it just, it's it, ridiculous. Isn't the plot like John Leguizamo comes to like rob this kid's house on like like hold, hold the kid's family hostage on like Christmas Eve and, and the kid's Basically. like, I, I can ask Santa for anything I want. I want Santa to come and take care of this guy. And then David Harbour comes down the chimney like cracks his knuckles cracks his neck hits him with that's a big candy cane or something close enough yeah <laughs> like that that's all you need to know it is ridiculous there's terrible real cheesy one liners in there uh there are yeah some uh like home alone antics that are is it's like it it truly felt like the home alone stuff but also it's rated r and it's gory <laughs> so like you see some of that stuff coming and you're just like oh that is disgusting um but yeah it's action-packed it's it's good i'm happy that this is getting a sequel because i think this is gonna be up there in those like cult classic like it's a christmas movie but i like it is it really it is but it isn't Uh, like (laughs) what would make it not a christmas movie it sounds like like the only thing that would make it not a christmas movie is the fact that you can't put it on for the whole family basically that like it's this is not like a kids movie that is like oh holiday like just warm your heart like you want the moon maybe mary like here we'll 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 get that like no it's not all of that stuff um 
<laughs> but it, yeah, I I think in in the same way that people uh, defend those like is this movie technically a a Christmas movie like all the, 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 that stuff? I think this will be in a similar circle. If that makes sense, I don't know. I I think you're making this into a controvert into an argument that it truly is not. It is thoroughly 100 percent a Christmas movie. Okay. It's just like you don't put the adults, you don't put the kids in the room for that one. That doesn't make it like any degree less Christmassy. Put the kids like, to bed and break out the alcohol, and then you can start hmm. watching that that one. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I have to say. Okay, <laughs> that stuff. Nice, nice to know. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about all of that. Um, but but yeah, that's it for like the pop culture news stuff that we have for right now. So let's take a quick break for housekeeping. Uh, and when we come back, we got some Oscar nomination stuff to talk about, yeah. and maybe uh, some what we've been watching stuff. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, and we are back. Uh, once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We thank you a ton. means a lot. Thank you. Um, next month on, or let's see, this this past month here on the Pilots Club, we covered Bird Girl, uh, the like continuation slash sequel to Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Uh, so that was a lot of fun to check that one out. This next month, Puchinski, Melissa, Puchinski. What what is this? What is Puchinski? <laughs> Puchinski is a failed pilot for a show in 1990, I believe. They made only the pilot. I don't know if it even aired. I don't know if this happened on television or if they filmed <laughs> it and then the tape was buried and then at some point released to the internet. But Peter Boyle plays a cop who dies and gets reincarnated as a dog. A puppet dog. Not even a real dog. <laughs> that hold that's all you need to tell me um so yeah be on the lookout for all of that stuff it's good fun cool things that we've been up to here at the whatnots we reached episode 100 yeah. of the whatnots reactor core uh i put that out uh the, this morning the day that we are recording this so it's already up go check it out we ranked 
all of the movies that we have ever covered on the reactor core, not to be conf confused with the ones we have on the review show, only the ones on the reactor core. But man, that was fun. Uh, if, it's if you such have... a disparate mix. <laughs> <laughs> if it's, you've it's, ever you watch asked yourself how Scoob would stack up against movies like Avengers Endgame <laughs> or the Batman. <laughs> uh, this podcast is for you. <laughs> we literally ranked all the Marvel movies since Black Panther. And then we looked at that list and then we're like, well, how does Detective Pikachu compare to these? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a fun time. Ignacio joined us mm -hmm. uh, on, on that one. We had a blast. So go check it out. Number uh, one on Scoob Defender. Right. Yep. <laughs> uh, on the review show, like Melissa and I mentioned uh, this next week here, we are watching the first three Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, that's what we will be covering for our end of the month special for the next couple months in anticipation for Fast 10. Uh, so be on the lookout for all that good stuff. And then last week here on the Captain's Log, we did our Planorama uh, which we got to figure out what we're going to be doing for our taste test podcast, as well as our uh, fantasy giraffes uh, that we'll do and some more things like that. Uh, coming up in a few months here, a fantasy giraffe all about dads. We're, 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 we're going to pick new dads, a team of five mm -hmm. to, to, to yeah. be or to be our, our new dads. <laughs> They don't need to be pre-existing dads either. They don't even have to be men. I don't know. Any sure, yeah. character who you want to act in a fatherly role to you is who you get to draft. They can be a dad in your heart. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we, we have all sorts of fun stuff happening here at the Whatnots. But that's about it for housekeeping right now. Uh, so, Melissa, let me ask you this. What have you been watching? I finally, in my own time, watched a movie I've pitched to you several times on the review show. I thought it was a slam dunk. You've never picked it. Uh, it is Danny Boyle's 2007 sci-fi movie, Sunshine. You have still failed to see Sunshine in your I, own life. I, I am a vampire. I, I do not like the sunshine. <laughs> it's... I watched it this week because Danny Boyle is the next director that the Blank Check podcast is going to be covering. So I'm mm. brushing up on his work. I'd never seen any before. Cool. Sunshine is a movie where the sun is going to burn out. And so a spaceship with an all-star cast goes up to the sun and they're going to put like a solar bomb in it and it's going to like reignite the sun. Sure. Like that yeah. one episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where they have to go up there and screw in a new light bulb. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's written by Alex Garland, who did like Annihilation mm -hmm. yeah. and Ex Machina and like real hard sci-fi stuff. You can see him in there. You can see the hard okay. sci-fi in this thing. But it's also a thriller. I do not want to tell you how it is a thriller. I'll tell you, it reminds me a lot of when we watched Stowaway, but the mm. same thing that happened in Stowaway doesn't really happen here. So it's not like it, a copy just in, of that movie. In the sense that there is something that is not expected that happens in yes. this that throws a yeah, wrench into the whole thing. 
Okay. Yeah, and one of the major problems is use of the limited resources we have up here on the space station. I, gotcha. I don't want to tell you a lot about it because I went in knowing very little. And like well, I wasn't expecting the... Good. Be honest. Now yeah. I've done it. Please watch Sunshine. Please watch Sunshine and then come back to me and talk to me about it. Because this sure. was one yeah. of the most like shocking film experiences I have had. Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I will definitely make a note of, of this for sure. Uh, I think since exploring some of Alex Garland's sci-fi work, just even knowing that he's attached, like has perked up my ears, like even that much more. I mean, you know me, I like a good sci-fi story. I like a good thriller so you probably could have gotten me to watch this anyways at some point but uh yeah it, it just hasn't happened yet so i i i will make sure i watch this in the near f f future good uh, but, but yeah i have been watching a k a k drama mm. called vagabond uh which is on netflix and it's one that I've had in my list for a little while. Didn't really know anything about it, but was just like, well, the like basic trailer that plays looked kind of neat. So why not? Um, and I started watching it and it, it, this one had a weird, weird kind of journey for me i think is the right word i'm not it's not like a weird circle full circle no um it had a strange journey because episode one like the pilot of the show mm. very much and, and the rest of the show too but especially episode one has very big this is a cable tv show vibes remember when okay. we did the pilot for our patreon exclusive p p podcast for uh the end game remember that oh yeah show? yeah and like that was kind of one of the things I, it's, it's like i have nothing against like what's happening in this show like they kind of have an interesting premise here but man just the like this is absolutely a cable tv show Mm. is like one of the things I, I said just like the way it looks the way it's filmed the, the way the effects look it just looks like it belongs on cable tv that's how this show started out and i was like i don't know about some of the acting or the stunt works and it's supposed to be this like action thriller spy kind of thing here you might actually like it it's not um like james bond in in its spy mm -hmm. stuff like there's no like fancy gadgets or stuff like that but uh there there's enough like action and gunfights and fist fights and things that it's 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 just like oh man like this just seems like a good action show um but the show gets so ridiculous that it makes it wildly entertaining just to see mm -hmm. like the ridiculous stuff that happens in this uh the the crazy plot uh all of the the yeah it's just it's really really interesting and today i was trying to finish it today i only have uh the finale left so i have one more to watch and th that's it uh but in one of the episodes i watched today 
there is a moment where this very minor side character comes through in a big way that is this like fist pumping like emotional those. just like oh yes this is amazing um way that i was not We're expecting gonna put that on our bingo cards so, minor character comes through in a big way right uh but but like i i was not ex- like you you get it like emotionally attached to the show in a weird way not because not like necessarily for a certain character like i'm not crying at the like oh this scene's so sad or like oh i just want them to get together or like Mm -hmm. stuff like that but there is like there are scenes that absolutely make you like root for certain people and when things happen you're just like yes this is great (laughs) Uh i love this um and so yeah i've 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 had an interesting journey with this show and so i would recommend vagabond Six. All right. T- 16 episodes on Netflix and that's it. OK, there you go. There you go. Anyways, Melissa, it's Oscar yes. season. It Let's is one of the best times Oscar of the stuff. year. So we got kind of fortunate. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't realize exactly when the, the Oscar stuff was happening exactly i know you've been following it you've been mentioning it so i know it was happening soon but i did not know how soon exactly Mm. um but this past week on the review show we watched swiss army man yes directed and written by daniels uh the same creative team behind everything everywhere all at once and they got nominated for i think best directing um Yes. For, for everything everywhere all at once so it was just kind of serendipitous that we happened to watch that one in the same week that they got nominated which was neat so i'm glad that that worked out i this is the second year in a row i'm happy that you've had a, a dog in the race last year we literally <laughs> had a dog in the race because we watched the power of the dog on the review show like weeks before the the oscar nominees even came out and then when i saw that it was nominated for like 10 or 11 things i thought well now that i've got at least some context for you know what the race is gonna be let me branch out let me watch these other movies let's see if i can watch all of them and last year was the first year i've ever really gotten into the oscars followed the race and and i watched every best picture nominee i watched every nominee in like most of the major categories that's cool. And I don't think I'm going to hit everything again this year because I'm like, I did it once. I know I've done it once this year. I might just hit uh, like 75 percent of them. Yeah. So now, what I now wrote you on know our... how to kind of like fine tune that of like what mm. ones you you actually need to pay attention to. Or, I mean, they're they're all Oscar nominated, so they're all yeah. fantastic. But you have maybe your your t- 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 taste of like, I really, mm. really want to watch the ones from these categories here like it's a good way to branch out but sometimes it's just like that's that's a real bummer that one looks too sad and like the the sort of (laughs) like perfectionist pleasure of checking off the box if i watched all 10 is not going to be worth the emotional turmoil i have to go through to watch women talking so i'm not going to but what I wrote on our captain's log topics sheet was I will read all the Oscar nominations if you don't stop me. 
So best picture. All Quiet on the Western Front, a German movie, I believe, that is on Netflix. It uh, yep. is a, another adaptation of, I think, an old book that also inspired the previous All Quiet on the Western Front, a movie your dad or grandpa has probably watched. I, I think I watched a, a section of it in school for his, like mm. some history c- class uh, thing. It's a that's it. that's World all I War One tale. Uh, followed by Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin. Have you seen Banshees? I have not. Uh, I've heard good th- 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 things from someone who is Irish. But they also oh, said, hey, if you're not from there or you're not Irish and you don't really know the culture or the history, you might not care as much. But it's still no, really you're going to care. Yeah, you, you will care. This is uh, written and directed by Martin McDonough, starring Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. So it's the same team from In Bruges. OK, cool. So you've got that going for you. That was a great we one. have. Yeah. We have Elvis. We have everything everywhere all at once. We have mm-hmm. the Fablements. We have Tar. Have I told you about Tar? You have. You've mentioned it a few times. Mm hmm. And then we have Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, which is uh, also European. I forget specifically where. Danish, Swedish. I, I regret not knowing at this time, but it's okay. sort of a, a satire. I think it's about a bunch of rich people who go on a cruise and then the cruise goes comically wrong. It's like a dark comedy. I don't really know what it is. And then gotcha. uh, Women Talking, a movie. I, I thoroughly respect what I've heard about it. But I'm like, too sad bad for me thank you for making such a film sarah Pauly. but i'll i'll be over here thank you lead actor austin butler as elvis colin farrell in the banshees of Sharon. he's not playing a banshee i'll tell you that much brendan <laughs> frazier as the whale in the whale our oscar nominated robot as previously mentioned the front runner to win yeah Paul Mezcal in After Sun. After Sun is a movie I have not seen yet. This is one of the more obscure, artier movies on this list of Oscar nominations. That tells sure. you how arty it is. It's like, it's like he's like a single dad in like the late 90s, early 2000s, maybe mid 2000s. Who like takes his like preteen daughter on a vacation and the whole movie is like their home videos and like photos and things. It's sort of like a memory scrapbook, but it's told in these like little fragments and like kind of out of order. And like it doesn't have like a traditional narrative structure. And I have seen this be number one on so many critics lists. And everybody says the final shot of this movie destroyed me. And I have Ooh. no clue what that final shot is. Says it's the like, end. I got... <laughs> it's over. Yeah. So I, I got to see After Sun. I think I have to get a subscription says, to like After movie Sun will, re- will re- return in the Avengers. <laughs> King <laughs> Dynasty. <laughs> Come back next year for After After Sun. Yeah. The After Sun after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Bill Nighy in Living. Another movie that sounds too sad for me to watch. I think he plays a guy who's going to die and he's like, well, how do I live before I die? I'm sure it's better than that. Oscar nominee Bill Nye. 
I got you. Lead actress Kate Blanchett in Tar. Ana de Armas <laughs> in Blonde. Another movie that I've heard is kind of a rough watch, but I yes. want to at least start it. I want to at least see some of this performance. Like I, I could find like twenty minutes of Blonde to watch. Yeah, it's it's an interesting movie for sure. Um, it is. I I will say it is on the artier side. Um, mm. but it's not so like art house film that it's, it's like the one you mentioned that like, it, you After know, it was only at film festivals for this, that, that, yeah, it's, it's not that, but it is also long and it is kind of slow. Um, mm. so I, I, it's, I feel like for the Marilyn Monroe enthusiasts, if that makes sense. But yeah. Okay. I I watched uh, it because I was like Netflix's first NC seventeen movie. Oh, there you go. Netflix. We'll see what that's about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Blonde okay. is on Netflix, and that was the the their their first uh, NC seventeen rated uh, wow rated film. So that was why I I wanted to check it out. Uh. uh excellent criteria i've never seen an nc-17 rated film i'd kind of like to i just want to like check that off the list of life experiences so if i don't finish this one i'll find something we have andrea riseborough in two leslie which is a very odd story because this is a tiny tiny movie that like was not even uh, the, like getting out to critics, like critics weren't getting screeners or anything, mm. but she really like had her own little grassroots campaign and reached out to a bunch of acting peers who like hosted Q and A's with her and stuff. And it got enough buzz in like the last two weeks to get her on the nominations list. There you go. Interesting story. Uh, and the Michelle Williams from the Fablemans and then Michelle Yeoh for everything mm-hmm. ever all at once. I think I think the winner for this one's between Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh. Cool. Supporting actor, Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inisherin, Brian Tyree Henry for a movie called Causeway, which I'll have to get out and see now because I really like him. He's, I've heard he's people fantastic. talking about this performance. Yeah. yeah, I love him and everything. So I got to find this thing because I know people were like, he's really good in that, but it seems too small. Like there's not really enough else in the movie to get any attention. So I'm happy mm. he pushed through. Uh, cool, Judd cool. Hirsch in the Fablemans, Barry Keoghan in the Banshees of Inisherin. I wanted to bring this up in our Reactor Core 100th episode when y'all were blasting Eternals, just to tell you two Eternals this year alone, Oscar nominated. Yep. Mm-hmm. And finally, Kiwi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once, the lock to win. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Best so supporting I- actor. You're not wrapping me up. I'm not even done with the major ones. Sure. How how many more sections did you have at at least? Oh, boy. Well, now that I've told you what a bunch of the movies are, it is going to go faster. We've got. I don't know. It depends on how far you want me to get into, like, sound mixing. I I don't need sound (laughs) mixing stuff. Um, (laughs) Because I I I the. 
only thing I had was the qu- question about Brandon Frazier. So uh, I, I don't me. know if you, you want me to insert that now and then we can do insert more it now after well, or okay. what are your Frazier queries? So he's I mean, he's getting nominated for some awards. Congratulations to him. I'm I'm super happy for mm-hmm. him. That's incredible. Uh, I'm I'm happy that he's back in acting. The way I've heard people talk about this it is that The Whale is his first movie back. But that's not well, true. Uh, un- un- unless I he filmed this a while back and it's just like been in production or somehow was delayed. Is that right? I I don't know the story behind The Whale. I don't know if it was delayed. I know he was in Batgirl, and now there's no Batgirl. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is literally his first movie in a long time, or if it's just like, this it's is the one first of them. notable performance in a long time. It, 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 sure. I, I Obviously, first notable one in a long time. He's, he's uh, I mean, he's in Doom Patrol, but he mostly does the voice acting mm. um, mm-hmm. in, in that for Robot Man, which he's fantastic in that. I like it a lot. Um, but he was he was also in this like v- v- very small uh, HBO Max like crime movie. Uh, and if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I think that was his first one. Mm-hmm. back. But I don't know, like I, I don't follow his career close enough to to know so i I was just wondering if you knew or had some insight on that of like yeah they filmed whale like uh, during the pandemic kind of and it got delayed here and did that and i I am on maybe it's like his first theatrical film in a while if you said this Mm. other one was an hbo max original i don't know i just know that it is a uh, a comeback and a triumph i went to see the whale it's uh i can see why it didn't get more any nominations for like a screenplay or director or 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 film but it is truly a riveting performance from brendan Fraser. like he he is why you see this movie it is absolutely worth it like i knew i had to see this thing i didn't know when it was coming to streaming so i just like paid the 13 bucks and drove to the theater and i'm like this was worth it to see this sad movie. There you go. That's Check cool. it out. That's Which cool. takes good us to him. best. I'm happy. Go- good for Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I, I I hope he, you know, he's pretty. It's very likely he's going to win. I think Colin Farrell might be like the closest second. Austin Butler's kind of up there too, but it really seems like it's, it's Fraser's year to get it. Um. Best Supporting Actress, we've got Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. What did we say last July when the trailer came out? Again, she's the favorite to win here. Mm -hmm. We also have Hong Chow from The Whale. So there are two acting noms for The Whale. Both excellent. You was also in The Whale? Ty Simpkins, the kid from Iron Man 3. We spent the whole movie going, I know this kid from somewhere. It's him. He's back. (laughs) He's doing pretty well for himself. Good. We also have Carrie Condon from the Banshees of Inisherin, and both Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Best director, Martin McDonough, Banshees of Inisherin, The Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, 
Steven Spielberg for the Fablements. I'm looking at this on the Fandango website. I like because they've got like a big picture of everybody or a picture of the movie poster. There's no picture for Steven Spielberg, I guess, because they're like, well, who doesn't know what he looks like? You've this man seen him. needs no introduction. <laughs> right. Blank. Uh, Todd Field for Tar and Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness. Adapted screenplay. Now, adapted screenplay means anything that is not wholly original. So adapted screenplay is anything that's based off of uh, like a play or a book or it's a, or a previous okay. movie or any movie that is a sequel. So we've got All Quiet in the Western Front. This is the only place Glass Onion got in. And I was really surprised. Mm. I, I thought I, I think that's why they did their like small theatrical release of, of just like here we go slide it in <laughs> I, it could have gone farther like i a lot of people were talking about janelle monet maybe getting a, a best supporting actress nom for this or i would like to seen it in directing or, or something directing sure. picture but we got adapted screenplay uh it's that living top gun maverick <laughs> and women talking i think women talking might be the favorite to win uh, original screenplay, Banshees, Everything Everywhere, Fablements, mm-hmm. Tar, Triangle of Sadness. See, it's going faster now. I did sure. all the yeah. prep work up front. Animated feature, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the things. Shell with Shoes on, Puss mm-hmm. in Boots, The Last Wish, which I have heard is a great time. I've got to see this thing. People have been raving about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I've heard the same. Yep. The, the sea beast have you seen the sea beast i have not this is on netflix i checked this one out it's really fun it's Ooh. about a world full of these like pirate ships that haunt sea beasts and this little girl she lives in an orphanage because her parents were like hunters and then they died and so she's grown up with the storybook of brave tales of the hunters the hunters are like the national heroes yeah. so even though she's like 11 she runs away she like sneaks on board this like hunting ship gets embroiled in like a whole trip where like oh i get shipwrecked on this island just me and this one sailor and then this monster's after us but i think really the monster is friendly and maybe like the country we're in is doing something wrong by hunting the monsters it's beautiful it's got really cool character design like every time there was like a a group shot of a bunch of sailors like or whatever it's like you could make any one of these the protagonist it's cg okay it's cg um i got you and just like a really interesting like mature story like really nuanced lessons in this one it's got a lot going on i really recommend the sea beast there you go kumail uh, in our ch- our chat says the sea beast sounds terrifying um <laughs> The beast itself, surprise, very friendly. It's a great beast. I love the creature design in this. It's so fun. Cool. Good. Good. And then finally, turning red. Ah, yeah. Uh, I I think Pinocchio is the favorite to win in this category. We got, and now we're into like the more technical ones, cinematography. I don't know the uh, favorite in this category yet. I personally would give it to Elvis. I really like the cinematography in Elvis. I, I it's so kinetic. Winning, yeah. I mean, but the only other one as, I've seen in this category well, well, is Tar. Directing. But yeah, I, I, I don't know who. I, I, I feel like I always. 
construe like directing with cinematography. I know that they are separate things, they but are. like the director is the more like mainstream known like mm-hmm. oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is the one that directed this, but you don't hear as much about like famous cinematographers. Yeah, I can name Roger Deakins and mm-hmm. like that's mostly it for the cinema world outside of like TV shows where I see the cinematographer, like the director of photography credit, like at the bottom of every episode that I'm watching. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to learn. Um, costume design. We've got Babylon. Have you seen Babylon yet? I have not. I would like for you to see Babylon. I would, I would like to discuss Babylon with you. I'm, I'm a little behind on in there. seeing movies and stuff, so I need to start catching up. I look. This is the time when local theaters put out like an Oscars package. Like I know mm-hmm. one of my local chains, Marcus. They had like for forty bucks, you can get in to see showings of all ten Best Picture winner, like all oh, ten nice. Best Picture nominees, and I think a showing of like all of the short films. So cool. that's a really good value. That's less than like four bucks a movie. Yeah, I'd go for it, except I've already seen most of them. Like there's only two more I have to see. But I I'd look for these. Look for these. You, you, your chains are going to do them. You can get in for cheap. Uh, especially I get it's tricky because some of these are long movies like Babylon and uh, Avatar, are both like over they're like 310 a piece. Hmm. <laughs> It's quite an undertaking, but do what you can. See, this is why I'm here. <laughs> I'm. I doubt you. If your office is doing like, hey, we're doing like an an Oscars ballot. I'm giving you all the answers right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, costume design, Wakanda Forever. I, I the original Black Panther one. You know, very easily could win here again. Elvis, yeah. everything, ever, all at once. One lone nomination for Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I have no idea what that one is, but yeah, I would say either it's about Elvis an old lady who's Black like, Panther. I'm gonna go to Paris. <laughs> She's just like this like, <laughs> little British lady who works as like a housekeeper or something, but she like secretly longs to have like beautiful Chanel gowns. So she's finally saved up enough money and she goes to Paris, like, I'm buying a gown. Great. It's a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting into like editing. It's just a list of the same movies over and over again. I'll tell you makeup yeah. and hairstyling. That's always an interesting yeah. category. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front, which has picked up a ton of noms this year. Like it, I've heard it is a harsh watch, but seeing how many things it has been nominated for, like I'll watch it i'm not very experienced with war movies which is another reason why i want to give this one a shot like it is a genre Mm -hmm. i would like to know a little bit better even knowing that it is among the most harrowing of genres like i'll watch like a war movie a year if everybody says this one is good i'll check out this one (laughs) the batman yeah that one wouldn't make Uh, sense wakanda forever elvis and the whale the prosthetics cool. and the whale are really something. I I can't believe in this. We've got you're turning a guy into a whale and you're turning a guy into a penguin in this category. Like these are tough. These are these are quite challenging. It's so funny. 
Uh, Babylon's my pick for original score. We're petering out here. Uh, nope, no, this is what we're ending on. This is the final thing I'm going to tell you. Okay. Nominated for best original song, which means they're going to perform it at the Oscars. Every nominee for best original song gets a performance live at the Oscars. Natu Natu from RRR. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Like, regardless of what wins seeing that performed live at the oscars it it is going to win that it is going to it's win gonna be the live yeah. performance at the oscars i think this is what people are going to talk about i really hope they're able to do it with like see how many like the, the actors can come out and do it if they can get some of the same like scale that you have in the movie yeah. they're at like the the dolby that theater so in los cool. angeles that'd be so cool yeah man what um, a good movie that that was <laughs> uh finally just because i know you'd like to hear it the batman also nominated for sound and visual effects cool good stuff mm-hmm. uh a nice assortment this year i think you got some big popular things like i was looking at the list of nominees i'm like oh three or four of these are movies my parents have seen or would see and like that doesn't happen every year like you've you've got the like real arty stuff like you've got something like tar which is a, a real challenging watch but then you also have a big big blockbusters like avatar and maverick so many people saw elvis everything everywhere all at once that's the favorite to win and like that's yeah. been like so many people's favorite movie of the year from like from critics all the way down to just like friends i know people just see a couple movies a year like, i think exactly. there's really something here to play to like almost anybody and out of all the actors i named out of those 20 actors 16 of them are first time nominees Damn. like and only the only person in here who has won before is kate blanchett like yeah. that's a lot of I don't know, awesome. like really exciting young New talent faces, or like yeah. older actors like Bill Nighy or getting these, you know, these these great accolades for like an excellent, like long lived career. Like it's it's exciting. I look forward to this one. Good stuff. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's exciting to see all the awards being passed out and what all the, the, the best new movies are, best performances, all of that stuff. It's always good to check that stuff out and be like what 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 did i miss this last year that i need to check mm -hmm. out so thanks for running all that down i thank you Good for stuff. letting me that's <laughs> always <laughs> i've become like such a nerd like tuesday morning i was like i knew they came out tuesday morning so i was like waiting to like see them and then get the breakdown from little gold men which is like the podcast that taught mm -hmm. me all this stuff very little of my thoughts are original thoughts. I just distill what other people tell me. <laughs> and the great thing go. about that podcast is that it really is about like the game of like the true race of the Oscars. Sure, like it's yeah. by like these Vanity Fair journalists who are like in the room at all these film festivals and all these different awards shows, even like the big ones, the small ones. They're at these like the critic circle dinners and all these things. And like they see the people who are nominated for the awards interact with the people who are voting on the awards. They can like sure, look right. at a room and be like, 
by the way everybody is reacting to this person i think they're the favorite to win sure. i see how much charm the they scoop. have how much everybody loves them how much they command the room and i think that's translating into a statue good stuff well uh i say we wrap things up there because we have a hard out we need to get yep. go, 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 going here uh but melissa where can the people find you on the internet you can find me on twitter and instagram at wilkywit that's w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and listen to my other podcast saturday morning obscurities there you go uh you guys can find me at yo kyle springer uh, and if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the whatnots of course we are at the whatnots uh, so please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you are watching the YouTube version of this, go check out one of our other videos right over there on that side. That would help us out too. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 220 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>